All right. Hey, well, we've got uh, we've got Dylan Wright on the line here. Of course, he went down to Bud's Creek for uh, take a little run at an AMA Pro Motocross National. Two left of the season. That was the one. Then next weekend will be Ironman, which is cool. We'll talk about that, of course. But uh, the day didn't go as uh, he or anyone would have liked. But uh, we got him on the line, so let's have him talk all about it. Uh, Dylan, man, thank you very much for chatting. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for reaching out. Uh, yeah, like you said, not the, not the weekend we were hoping to have, but uh, yeah such as life it's racing it happens right well you know I, I hate nothing more than having a guy like you go somewhere and race and me not be there but uh, we had Jordan Wilsey of uh, Russography 518 he was there catching the kind of the action um, uh, did he come in into the pits and say hi to you did you meet him yeah 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 he came uh, he came and said hi on the start before qualifying I think and then he came into the pits and um, yeah talked a little bit he seemed like a pretty nice guy and said he was getting some shots for you so obviously uh, yeah, it was good to meet him I don't is he Canadian or US guy he's a New Yorker no he's well New York State yeah alright yeah so yeah. no he's a good dude Okay, cool, man. Well, let's uh, okay. Well, let's uh, let's back it up. And um, obviously, the uh, the broadcast wasn't focusing on you like we all up here in Canada hoped it would have. So we need you to explain how the heck it all went for us. But um, how? Okay, for starters, I mean, obviously, you didn't take the big uh, GDR, the Honda Canada GDR Fox Racing rig with you. What uh, what was your uh, the setup? What did you go head down there in? Uh, so I actually, just took my truck and camper down. Um, just it was a little bit easier because there's no hotels really close to that track um so it's kind of easier to do it that way and then um tommy delaire brought his van down so we could kind of pit out of the van and then i have my kind of camper as like kind of home base um because we were pitting out of the hrc truck well like off to the side like with a um 10 by 10 so um it was nice to kind of have the van there with all our stuff in it and not you know you know the way it goes we're kind of off to the side and then um i was getting dressed in the van and stuff so that was kind of our setup which ended up being pretty good um obviously you know hrc's kind of took care of us on on the side of uh um getting us like meals and um spot the pit and everything so um super nice by them and obviously uh, i know a bunch of those guys obviously jet hunter chase i've spent some time with them and then also with the crew so it was nice to actually just go hang out for a weekend with those guys and and uh have some fun yeah that's cool now who do you, do you talk with uh shane drew does he kind of hook you up with stuff the fellow canadian shane drew yeah yeah we were actually talking with him a bunch um it was actually you know lars um their team manager um got to know him a little bit over the over the years with honda so um he's kind of put it together and then um the team kind of knew we were coming so um you know talked to shane a bunch obviously about some old you know canadian moto and jsr <laughs> and colt and then uh rob Pedersen in there too and um it's kind of cool to talk to a guy you know canadian background but a lot of those guys know canadian moto um they follow it so it's kind of that's pretty cool too like it was nice um you know even jet hunter seeing that i won the championship congratulated me and stuff and then obviously congratulated jet on his championship and you know he hasn't lost a moto so i've been uh following that obviously or i mean i'd say pretty good buddies at this point yeah that's cool obviously yeah, i i popped in there this winter there when you guys were training and stuff and at that point he was still doing supercross so i wasn't sure how much uh interaction you guys had i know certainly with the uh with their brother you guys certainly did he was hanging out and everything so that was awesome but uh hey, hey backing up to the tommy delaire thing what um what's the deal there obviously a buddy now quebec uh quebec guy but uh you know what was his uh his involvement in the, the van you said yeah yeah um so originally it was just gonna be Braden, myself and shad going down and then at walton we were kind of throwing around the idea of having him come to help out Braden, like 
um, in case something like this kind of went down, I guess. Um, and just like he, you know, was going to bring his own van and we could use it. Um, and he could, you know, help with washing gear between motos and stuff. Cause it's not a ton of time. So, um, you know, he's, a he was good with that. And yeah. We, I've raced with, um, Tommy forever. So I've known him since I was a kid and we've always kind of stayed buddies and, um, yeah, he's never been to a U.S. national. So it kind of worked out good. It was cool. And he was able to help out, um, quite a bit and yeah, it was good. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, along those lines, I got a couple other questions along there too, about uh, some stuff, but so what, okay. You, we, these one-off things, I'm kind of always the past couple of little articles I've kind of slapped together. I always kind of mention, you know, we all want to see our riders go down there, especially a guy in the position that you're in, you know, at that, that, that level, but these one-off races, I mean, stuff can go wrong. Do you go, are you less stressed going into these? Cause there's no pressure or are you more stressed? Cause it's a one-off. Like, how is it from your perspective? Yeah, it's like a different kind of stress, really, because uh, obviously there's no stress like championship and points and anything because we're not in it. So, I mean, when you DNF a moto like that, you don't care nearly as much as I'd say DNFing a moto up here. Like, it sucks because you put time and money and invest in yourself and you just, you know, I just drove 13 hours there. (laughs) Um, So, obviously, that part sucks. Uh, But, you know, you're not you don't have like the pressure of the championship or anything. So, um, for me, honestly, it was just like, go down and have fun. I, I mean, everybody's got their own expectations and so do I. And, um, but I mean, it's just honestly, it's just fun to go down and race those guys. And, um, honestly go just, it's kind of cool just to go see a bunch of my friends from down there that I don't get to see a ton, um, throughout the year and go reconnect with everybody. And that's honestly the, probably the funnest part for me is just to go hang out with all my friends that I don't get to see often because, um, up here, obviously in Canada for the summer. So, um, it's pretty good. I mean, there's obviously the pressure of the whole country is really watching and you don't want (laughs) to upset anybody because obviously, you know, I've been able to win the championship and you don't want to go down and suck but i mean at the same time um it's like yeah it's kind of it really means nothing and as i was talking about this with Braden on the way back it's just like it's really hard to jump into a series where everybody's been racing this these style of tracks whereas like our tracks are completely different and um like the style of tracks different the bike setup needs to be different and i was like it's really tough for us to do that. So, you know, I know we get kind of, obviously some guys are like, Oh, we need to do better and this and that. But I really feel like if you give us five or six weekends, I think, you know, the, um, the outcomes would be a lot better. Yeah. Um, This is what I tell people nonstop. These one-offs are tough, man. You got to be immersed in it. Well, and that's it. And like with those tracks and the speeds of those tracks, it's, it's, we're not used to it. Like we race our tracks up here and we don't have anywhere to really practice that. So, I mean, for us, it's like, you're almost like a fish out of water. That's why I like, you know, I just go out and do my best. I mean, I do, I think I can do better than what I normally do at these one-off races. Yeah. If you give me some time, but <laughs> yeah. it, it's like anything, it takes a little bit of time to adapt. And I mean, some people understand that and some don't, and you know, that's kind of the way life goes. You just kind of have your own expectations of what you want to do. And as long as I'm happy, that's what matters. Yeah. It's funny. And obviously, you you know, you look at the results from previous races and you're like, okay, I think I, you know, all of us at home, you know, do the old call it bench racing or whatever you want, but we kind of slot you in, in a certain spot that you were, it looked like you were sniffing around that spot because I mean, 
you know, you see like Grant Harlan, who's obviously doing great now. All of a sudden, he's flying. He's a good dude. Uh, you know, and to see him ahead of you, and then you had Phil Nicoletti right behind you. You had Grant ahead of you. Then you're like, well, I think he kind of fit in around where uh, Ty Masterpool. You know what I mean? Then you look at the other guys. They're all factory guys. So you're like, okay, yeah, eight. Yeah. Eight. And I great. think around Ty is where I belonged. It's just I got stuck behind Grant. He was riding a really wide bike and pissing me off, to be honest. <laughs> um, he was just, yeah, I just kind of got caught behind him because he just uh, anyways yeah i'm gonna get mad but um <laughs> yeah he was riding a wide bike and cross jumping me and i was like i don't need to get hurt doing this like it's but the way she goes it's racing i guess um but uh, yeah i think my speed is definitely better than where i was at in that first moto um i would have liked to be up there with ty and with you know barsha and those guys at the like get by quick but um again it just takes some getting used to obviously you know it's uh it's a whole different ball game for us yeah and like people don't understand you watch you know these tracks are way bigger i mean these are just it's just a different thing you come to ours there's like smaller tracks and everything you go out there like you're saying the speeds are higher the things it develops differently and it's just like it's just like you're saying it's just not the same but we still have expectations of you know it's like we'll slot you in right here and then trying to do that is the yeah and i think like we're our stuff is almost closer to like the mxgp stuff than it would be the u.s stuff to be honest like having raced them both like right uh, right the mxgp stuff their tracks are almost a little bit tighter some of them obviously some of them are pretty wide open too but their tracks almost fall more towards um a few of the canadian tracks than the u.s ones like you go to buds and you show up and it is massive yeah. like <laughs> you know like my wife and i like we walk, went and walked the track and she was like oh this is like you gotta like the land over there and i'm like well yeah like <laughs> the downhill triple the downhill triple okay yeah well that yeah and some of the and the couple uphill triples yeah i was like it's just different here, right? It just takes a little bit getting used to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, again, that's something that, you know, you watch it on TV and you don't you don't really see that. But uh, when you're there. Oh, you're like, or like the steepness of some of those off-cambers. Yeah, uh, those are, those are yeah, people don't realize yeah, we, that. We don't have that here. <laughs> no, no, I know. That's uh, for sure. Uh, Alberton had a couple things like that, I always thought. But uh... yeah, Alberton, yeah, Alberton was good. Like, we have some natural terrain, but like you go to a track like Buds or even like Ironman next weekend, it's just take what we have and just make it a little bit bigger and more wide open yeah uh, which hey, is fun it's something new it just takes some getting used to hey was it was it hot there it was re- so the saturday yeah it was hot i mean it was 30 degrees oh, what? Uh, but the saturday was hot but the friday was like really hot <laughs> with humidity and stuff yeah yeah the saturday felt warm but the friday was hot like the for press for some of those guys I, it was pretty warm but i they're used to it. It's been cold up here. So we went down there and I'm like, wow, it's actually pretty warm. <laughs> yeah. We had that weird, it got, yeah, it kind of did cool off. It, well, it got, it got really hot and then it's been cold for like a month now. So it's kind of like you go down there and they're like, oh boy, it's pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, we talked about this briefly. I don't know if it was on my old uh, walk and talk or if it was just something else, but uh, I asked you about what your Bud's Creek history was. You did some regionals or something there or something, right? Well, so you have ridden there before. Yeah. I had ridden there on 80s. <laughs> okay. I believe, like, I did a regional there in 85s, um, and I actually raced, when did I race that? On a 250F. 2017, I raced the National there. Oh, okay. Um, On a Honda, I think I went, like, 11, 12 or something in, in the 250 class in 2017. Oh, okay. But it's, yeah, it's been a while. Gotcha. Was that last year you did the Ironman as well that year? 
Uh, yeah, I think I did both that year, and then I only did Ironman two years after that in nineteen. Oh, okay, okay, and that that didn't go well. No, the nineteen one really didn't go well. I ended up. <laughs> I ended up with a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Now, okay. So, um, backing up, we're not uh, not to race day kind of talk stuff yet, but I want to ask. Now, uh, this will be kind of a bit of a hot button topic. Um, loading up the trailer to bring stuff to go to an American National. What did you bring in case something happened? You know what I mean? Like, how much stuff did you guys bring? What did, What was Braden prepared with? Um, everything for right. the most part. Um, yeah, we had pretty much everything we needed like um wheels an engine um plastics suspension um, like honestly like we go pretty ready for right. kind of whatever but we have like there's only one mechanic um and i know where this question's going <laughs> of, course, like, of course of course why didn't we swap an engine but that what people don't understand is when that chain let go or well didn't really let go it derailed it bound up like into the cases but like a lot like it like took a centimeter out of my frame um it was in there so tight so like by the time we got it kind of figured out like we didn't have time to swap an engine it's just him and i like and tommy um and like we tommy's not a like He's there to help him pass wrenches. He's not a mechanic. And, right. um, and then, you know, you see guys, well, why doesn't HRC throw him an engine? But I think people don't understand that, like, it's not that easy to just do an engine swap midday. Um, you know, bike's dirty. It's hot. Uh, the chain's in there. We have to cut it out with a grinder. Wow. Bound up in there. It's not like we're just going to yank on the chain and it's going to come out. Uh, <laughs> So like there's a, and we only have 45 minutes to do it, to be able to get to staging. So it's like, I mean, if anybody can, if anybody can get that chain out of the engine and have a new engine back in it in 45 minutes, I'd be very surprised. Right. So how much, like, what, like, I mean, obviously we're going to talk about the race day stuff, but I guess now we've kind of jumped ahead a little bit, but what what was it like? Were you guys like, okay, quick, let's go and get this fixed. Or was it like, uh, we're screwed. Yeah, it was a little bit of both. It was more like, how can we get this bike going for the next moto? And yeah, as you know, we're trying to figure out what to do and kind of getting tools to grind it out. I'm, I, I looked at the clock and I'm like, dude, we don't have time. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, we're like, there's not with thirty with thirty minutes and like, it, it's just. And I'm like, as a rider, it's like it rush put it back together, and I'm like, I, I don't really want to, you know, oh, of course, there's some big dumps on that track. <laughs> and uh, yeah it's just we ran out of time and I mean it's if we're in Canada it's easy we swap bikes and everybody but in the US you can't do that we can't bring a second bike and do that right Um, we're not allowed to switch frames and they check your frame at the you know when you go to stage Um, so I mean it's quite a bit different down there and yeah Yeah. it just came down to you know we just didn't have time to do it and obviously I'm the guy who's like get me out there i don't really care i'll do whatever it takes to kind of get out there i'm willing to help take the engine out between motos but yeah hey I, yeah i saw you ride at prince george that one year yeah like i'm willing i'm willing to kind of you <laughs> half know, a bike <laughs> 30 between motos to get out there for the second one but i mean when it's just it's not even like we tried we did what we could do and um it's just unfortunate it's you know like i said you put time and money and effort and um 
yeah and then i mean it's racing like i said sometimes shit just doesn't go your way you kind of deal with the cards you're dealt and obviously you know i look at the try and look at the positives that that didn't happen at walton during a championship race so you know we'll take it no kidding eh? isn't that amazing how that's how it works did anybody from like honda come over and look at you look at your bike and go uh yeah you're screwed well they all did because i disappeared right like from the race right because i because it did it going up that big hill like right by where the the big house thing is like with the deck on it oh yeah by where the podium is yeah so did it going up the hill but i was able to like coast all the way to the top and get over it um because <laughs> my back wheel wasn't locked up so i was like what the heck just went wrong with this thing but i'm on the back side of that hill so there was no like honda staff up there because uh-huh. then i just rolled into a tunnel and then there's like a roadway back to where like the semis were yeah so i pushed my bike but no one could find me so they were all like even like hrc guys were like where did he go <laughs> like, oh, um so anyways it was like it was a little bit of they were like kind of panicking a bit until i pushed my bike back to the truck which wasn't close might i tell you yeah walk yeah so i pushed my bike back to the truck and then um yeah and then they obviously came over and just i mean they seen that i would obviously didn't finish and came and took a look and I don't even know really how it happened because the chain slide that like that whole chain slide and everything was brand new that day. Um, cause that's kind of the bottom of the chain slide, uh, was gone. So I don't even know, like a rock could have, anything could have happened. Like a rock went in and smashed the chain slide out and the chain derailed. Like it's really, anything can really happen back there. Yeah. It's just, shit luck no no if you listen if you read the comments you guys used old equipment you had an old chain on there you had a worn out chain guide it was uh yeah just just yeah and that is why i don't read comments if anybody is wondering i don't read them so. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i try to i try yeah i told uh, yeah but I, I i mean i get it like people are invested and they want me to do well like i totally understand that side of it like Obviously, you know, I want to go do well for the Canadian fans and everybody, you know, I, I want to do my best, but I mean, yeah, it's, it's racing. It, uh, it happens and I get that there, I mean, I'm upset that it happened too. I'm like, what the heck, like, what can we do different next time? Kind of thing. You always try and live and learn from when stuff goes wrong, but uh, I mean, in this, in this case, there's not much we can really do than other than throw a new engine in it and new chain slide on and try again yeah that's funny i always kind of tell people too like i've probably said this to you before it's not it's not pressure from us up here it's support it's hard to tell the difference sometimes <laughs> yeah for sure and then like i get the fan yeah. side like i i totally do i'm a fan of moto and i want to you know see canadians do well like when they go to loretta's with amateurs and stuff i want to see them do well and um so i totally get it okay like, I, I get where the fans <laughs> are coming from and obviously i appreciate the support when i do go down because um you almost get more support doing those sometimes than the canadian stuff so obviously that part's cool yeah that's right for sure yeah people people uh make the travel and go and just uh, get the canada flags out and stuff for sure yeah no it's awesome i mean we got a good following up here and i think canadian motors like well and alive up here especially when we could do that we get a ton of support so it's always cool and like with nations and everything everybody up here kind of gets together and the fans are awesome um with supporting us yeah absolutely man okay well let's let's um take a quick look at uh race day kind of thing here just to kind of we have people kind of how it went from you because obviously they weren't showing you we were obviously following it on the live timing and stuff but 
Um, I was confused because, of course, I thought you were going to be number 539, so I sent uh, our guy on a wild goose chase at first. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. Yeah, he, came up, he came up to me and he's like, dude, I was looking for 539 the whole first practice. So then he kind of clued in. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, sorry, man. Yeah, that was. How the heck did that happen, by the way? Uh, yeah, that might be a story for another day. I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> All right, enough yeah, said. No, I, yeah, it, it's a, how do I put this? It's a miscommunication. <laughs> gotcha. All right. <laughs> Unfortunately, it worked out. Somehow you had, I don't know if you had, whatever. Did you have a 539 if you needed it? <laughs> no, no, I, like, I had 109, everything, gear, graphics, oh, geez, okay. everything. So, like, <laughs> obviously, I showed up and then... You know, I I went to the AMA truck and I was like, hey, um, they we're gonna have a problem, but oh. I don't really know what the solution is. <laughs> Do you have an X I could use? Yeah, well, not really. I kind of uh, it's a it's a long story, but no I kind of over and explained the kind of the story, and it's no one's fault really, to be honest. Like I can't really blame anybody. Um, it was just a miscommunication of timing on the side <laughs> of like the AMA with. Um, the number and then by the, with my writer profile and everything, it was just kind of a time thing. Um, yeah, okay. So, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, and, no problem. Yeah, and they've got to figure it out. They were like, hey, just do this. I mean, you're going to be 539 on TV and on scoring. And obviously, I was like, I really don't care. Yeah, I exactly. Wanna, like, it doesn't matter to me. Right. Okay, well, let's uh, let's talk about the, the day then here. Okay, so you make it in with your 109s, and then uh, they throw you... Like You'd think they would have also known that, okay, this guy is Canadian multi-time champ and stuff. Let's put him in Group A. They threw you in the B group. Did you guys... Did Braden try to change that, or did you just say, okay, we're in B? I didn't fight it because I had already just gone through the whole number scenario. <laughs> yeah. uh, me, and again. Like, hey, me again. I know, I know Davey, and I know Carrie, and I know Mike Pelletier. Like, I know all of them. Yeah. Uh, but like, I'm I I I should well. So for people at home, <laughs> forty two or whatever in points go into the A practice just like it would be here. And yes, they make an exception; they'll kick a guy or two out. But I don't have points, and I didn't have points last year, so I technically should be in B practice unless the AMA wants to do me a favor. Right. But obvious, like you know, Davy Coombs and them who like. I kind of deal with to get these deals done to go down there. I mean, they're not picking who goes into A and B practice. Right. Like Oaks is doing that. Um, so, I mean, it's not, I don't like, I, I, it doesn't really bother me too much. I, I look at it. I mean, the factory B kids like Cochran and Bomer and those guys are in B practice in the 250 class and they're factory 250 guys. Like, yeah, it's just point. That's it's a good part point. of the part of the deal. Now, will I be a little bit upset if I'm in B practice this week and coming up an Ironman? Heck yeah, I will be. But uh, <laughs> you know, it's part it's part of the game, and I don't blame <laughs> that on anybody. Everybody's like, oh, it's BS, and I'm like, yeah, they do do favors for a couple other guys, but I mean, th- yeah, I don't expect them to do me any favor. Like I'm, I just go down and do my thing. I, I'm a I'm a Canadian. I just want to stay out of the. I don't want any problems. Yeah, you know? that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go ride my dirt bike. <laughs> do you think it would have made a big, a, a significant difference though? Yeah, I think it would have made a little bit of a difference for sure. Because there's a like, 
I'm with the, the back 42. So, um, obviously there's a speed difference between myself and a few of the guys out there. So it's just, it's tough to get a good lap in when there's right. 42 other guys on the track and <laughs> I was going a little bit faster than them, um, which makes it a little bit tough, but at nice. the same time, they're trying to do their best to get in and some, some of them make their first national. So you can't hold them accountable. Like, um, they're just trying to do what, you know, they came to do as well. So, um, I did my best. I think I could have qualified inside the top 10 if I would have been in the A group. Cause it's just easier to just kind of latch onto a faster guy. Like I would just kind of get behind Sexton and see what he's doing and, you know, just try and match it. But, um, yeah, we'll see this weekend. Nice. Okay. Well, let's, uh, let's just kind of quickly go through the qualifying now. We won't talk about practice and stuff, but okay. Qual- you ended up 12th overall. Like talk about maybe, uh, did you make guys make changes where you're like, Oh man, our settings are way off. We're close. Or how was it like to get through and you ended up 12th? Uh, maybe just kind of yeah. talk about that. So the first practice I literally just took like a practice cause I knew the track was going to come around because they, they watered a quit quite a bit. So I actually went out with a paddle in the first one and then took the paddle off cause I didn't really like it for the second one and then I actually crashed pretty good in the first practice doing one of those uphill triples I overjumped the one by way too far <laughs> okay and landed in the corner so that woke me up on about the second lap so that taught me to like really go out and learn the track um so I don't do that again <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah this is the first practice kind of got used to the bike and then we made some setup changes because uh, just kind of like the G, like the G forces at some of the bottom of the hills because I'm fourth gear wide open or something I'm not really used to. So I just called Colton and we uh, did a little bit to the shock and okay. then a couple clicks on the forks and made a little change for the uh, qualifying session. Put the um, tire Dunlop spec on the back, the hard pack tire, and um, yeah, went from there. Just went out qualifying and just kind of. Went and see what I could do. I went out first. Well, you get to do practice starts off the grate. You get five or six, and then um, you line up, and they basically throw a green flag in the air and then go for practice. So I was able to do kind of like I do in Canada and try and get out front. Um, But, yeah, at that point, I was still trying to learn the track, to be honest, (laughs) at the start of it, and then try and throw down a couple at the end. And that's kind of what I did. I think I could have been better in the A1 just with the guy, the faster guys, but um, it's all right. Okay, so then, uh, okay, so you got 12th gate pick. Now we're heading into Moto 1. Let's go, let's just take us through this whole race situation here. So you get down there, where were you on the gate, and uh, how did it all go? Take us, take us through Moto, take us through that Moto and for us. Yeah, obviously, I didn't finish the Moto, which sucks, but well, um, 11 gate, laps. I was mid, mid, midway from the inside to the box. Okay, so, um, okay, that was you, okay. So I was right beside Chase. Um, I think I had Chase on my right, and then Plessinger maybe a couple down on my left. Okay. Uh, um, and obviously like the great, I've only got about five starts in practice on the great, um, <laughs> since this winter. So, oh, I was, all right, well, it should be all right. I just kind of put my normal start map in and kind of went for it and it worked out. Okay. I'd like to have more great starts, but it's just not something we do up here. Um, so it makes it a little bit tough for us too. Now that they went to great in the U S because right. we don't like, I don't start, I don't practice starts on greats for Canada like <laughs> why would we right. uh so, you know you get five or six and then I lined up just in the inside of Chase um which I thought was a pretty safe bet for me because him and I are like we know each other so I was just like all right well, I'll just kind of follow him <laughs> right <laughs> um so I actually got a decent start like I was kind of right with Chase and then Jet slid in from the inside 
So we were all bunched up. So it was Jet and then me and then Chase. And then I kind of just followed the hole that Jet made. Um, <laughs> and there was like literally Jet, Chase, and then me kind of on the first lap, just kind of freight training. And then Chase ended up going down right in front of me on the first lap, which screwed me up a little bit, but not too much. Um, sucked more for him because he was riding good that day, but right. uh, such is life. And then, yeah, the first lap, I, um, yeah, the first lap was okay. It was just kind of, I mean, at that point, you're just getting roosted and going through tear-offs because right. they, they watered <laughs> a little bit before our moto. And, um, yeah. I, someone hit me pretty good. I think it, it was probably Harlan. He hit me pretty good on one of the hills or something, and then I got back by him, and then Ferrandis slid out in the corner, and we both went off the track, so then I had to <laughs> hop back onto the track. <laughs> and then I was a couple guys back, made a couple passes, and uh, on the same, I was on, like, second lap, I think. And then, um, yeah, was that kind of just from there? Oh, yeah, and on the, like, third or I don't know. My, I was trying to pass Harlan, and then I stole my bike, and then Drake got by me because oh, I had to okay. get my bike back going. Uh, we were a little bit of like bonehead move. I just scrubbed a hill and then came down, but I didn't quite get the clutch in quick enough. Like I was trying to engine brake too much down the hill, but I stalled the bike a little bit. <laughs> and then yeah, Drake got by me. Got back by him, and yeah, then I was just fighting Harlan and trying not to die. Um, because he was cross jumping me everywhere, and um, yeah, and then my I was I put in like a couple fat like sprint laps to try and get by him, and then yeah, he was really riding a wide bike, so I was just kind of gonna let him get tired a bit, <laughs> try to pass him when he was a little bit more tired because I just wasn't willing to you know clip bars at third gear wide open for you know for a ninth place position oh, <laughs> wow and then didn't i see uh phil was pretty close in there somewhere too was he not did you have any- yeah because phil had a good start i think and then he went down and then he like i literally just squeezed him off uh when he got up so he just had a little tip over and then i went by him and then he was like right on my butt when we got up when he got up so then we were kind of just freight chaining at that point okay so I but guess- i was a little like frustrated because I knew like Masterpool and I could kind of try and go together, but then I kind of, you know, got stuck behind Harlan. So, um, yeah, because I, Masterpool and I had like a pretty good battle up until that. Like okay. we went back and forth a little bit up until we kind of caught up to Harlan um, and they <laughs> kind of roadblocked me. Or <laughs> Grant, Grant's taking a beating on this one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wasn't happy with him. So, I had, yeah, the way she goes. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I got to know him pretty well there in the states this past year. He's a, obviously a super nice guy off the track, but I guess racing. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he is off the track. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he's a great guy. I just yeah, I was just the way he was racing me was not very cool in uh, a few spots. Okay. Okay. So then we already did kind of talk about when uh, the surprise of the chain and all that stuff happening. So luckily, it wasn't in a scary spot that it happened. But you also said the rear wheel was able to spin. Yeah, because obviously the chain's not on the rear wheel, so it just right. locked up the frame. So, I mean, right. I just kind of went up the hill. But it, it did, like, obviously you go from fourth gear wide open to nothing. I was like, you know, it's a pretty abrupt, you know, stop going up the hill. But, I mean, I was fine. I just kind of rolled and then looked down and went, oh, yeah, that's not probably ideal. And started pushing my bike back. <laughs> uh, I, it was hot. I was pushing my bike back, and I was like, this sucks. It's hot. <laughs> So, so you, uh, you got all the fans because I got to push it back on like the road and all the fans are. I was like, I don't want to talk. I just want to go back and grab a water. Were people saying stuff? 
I mean, this typical U.S. fans are like cheering and asking what happened. I'm like, I don't have time, man. I'm trying to get this bike back. <laughs> oh, man. Because uh, they were like, they watched the race and a bunch of the U.S. guys, you know, were cheering me on and stuff. So they were asking. I'm like, I don't have time. Like, I got to try and get this thing back to try and fix it for the second moto. But yeah. Uh, and that place is nothing but hills. So obviously you said you rolled down, but then you'd have to push back up. Did you not to get back to the? Yeah, I was lucky. It was like I only had to push it up like half a hill where the roadway ended oh, up okay. being. So it wasn't like too too bad but i'm lucky i made it to the top like where the chain kind of got bound up i was like i made it to the top of that hill or else you would have seen me probably on tv rolling backwards down the <laughs> hill, which wouldn't have been ideal right but at least i made it to the top because i really didn't want to have to do that that would have been sketchy oh man well that's cool man i'm, I'm thanks for taking us through the details because like there's certain things in there i mean obviously we don't see live timing until you go back by the you know back by stuff or whatever yeah so no exactly yeah exactly and there's like Oh, you guys, I mean, you guys do a great job at doing it, but I mean, yeah, when you're there on the weekend, it's a little bit different, but yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now yeah. what, to, what about this now? I, I'm guessing you're the, obviously, well, I'm going to ask you a dumb question. Did you stay and watch the races? Um, <laughs> uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> well, I watched the end of the, I watched the 250 moto. Yeah, so I watched the second 250 moto, and then I went and packed the trailer, and then the camper, and I drove and I watched this second 450 moto from the TV at the Honda truck. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. Because like we had all our stuff there, so I was, you know, I wanted to say bye to everybody from Honda and ask them if they need, like, try to be nice and ask them if they needed a hand, like, with anything before we left, and stuff. And we had our own like pit to kind of tear down, so we tore all that down and loaded everything up and uh i watched the second race with hunter under the hrc truck and um yeah oh, it was cool. pretty cool. all right well okay that's cool so you're, you're still you guys are pretty obviously pretty cool with the with the hunt with the uh, lawrence brothers that's that's pretty cool that you got to hang out yeah yeah and it was good to see them again like we spent quite a bit of time the um a couple months i was down there with them so it was good to see them again and hang out and yeah, it's good. I get to go do it all again this weekend. Except this weekend, I'll hopefully be in a practice, and I get to ride press on Friday. I think so. And who else? Anybody? Uh, will more people go down for this one from the uh, GDR gang, or who's going to head down? No, um, Tommy can't come this weekend, so it's just going to be um, me, Jad, and Braden. Um, Derek's going. not going, or Matt? No, no, no. Just be, uh, just be us again. Same kind of crew. Just Tommy can't come, so. Um, we just kind of go down our crew and hopefully have a little bit better luck. <laughs> nice. And we're also, we're thinking, we're hoping maybe uh, like Jess Pettis might go. We're thinking Ryder McNabb. We think so. We could, uh, could see. Yeah, I, I think Ryder's for sure going. I I don't know if he's riding the pro day or the, um, oh, the what's combine. that called? The, the combine. Yeah, the combine. I don't know if he's racing like both or just the pro day or just the combine. I'm not 100% sure. And I'm. As far as I know, Jess is going from when I talked to him at Walton. Okay. Uh, I don't know if the plans have changed, but I'm pretty sure Jess is going. So there'll be a few Canadians to cheer on this weekend. Oh, good, good. Yeah, that's where uh, my my message chain with Ryder stopped when I asked him what she, which thing he was racing. It kind of that's I didn't get an answer, so I don't. Sorry, everybody listening to this at this point. Yeah, I'm not. Sure. I'm, not I'm not sure either, to be honest. So, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha. But yeah, it should be fun. I mean, you know, a couple of Canadians. I think it's cool that. If it is us three, and I, I think you'll see all three of us there. Um, I'm not. I don't want to speak on their behalf just yet. No, but, for sure. Yeah. Um, Thursday like, we'll get the entry list. Yeah, because that's basically Team Canada. So I think it's cool that we're all going to go. Absolutely. All three of us will go do it, and 
I think, you know, it's good to keep racing and go race those guys who are, you know, better than us. And, uh, yeah, go uh, try and figure out what Jet's doing because what he's doing seems to be working. Yeah, yeah, if you can just kind of just figure that out, get that sorted real quick. <laughs> just just <laughs> figure that out overnight. Yeah. Know? Hey, now, um, I, I know today we were trying to talk earlier, but uh, you you were doing like a, a school or something? Who were you teaching today? Yeah, I, was, I have this I had this camp planned at uh, Deschambeau. I've done a couple um, there this year, like a racer camp. Um, okay. Which I almost I would have liked to maybe had had this one on a different date because this is you know it's not as glorious as everybody thinks these races are probably for um, us to go do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of work on the riders' end by you know with driving and uh, setting everything up with the you know the the um, you know the pro card and signing up for the races and then planning on like stuff to bring and stuff and we don't have the semi so you're kind of planning other different stuff and how are you going to get there and hotels and everything like it's <laughs> it's not as glamorous as it everybody maybe it looks on the outside but it's fun um for me and uh, it's just a lot of work during the week um you know i gotta get everything ready to go for the weekend and i'm lucky honestly Braden does a lot of it on like his side with the bikes and the parts and everything like i'm lucky i have a mechanic that goes over the top for me and does that right so he handles all of that but even for me it's just kind of this week get back and then i'm teaching um till wednesday um okay. teaching um kids which honestly i really enjoy doing so um it's been it'll be fun so i'm teaching that and then i'll head to indiana on thursday morning um yeah ride press okay. friday race saturday and Right back. <laughs> so you're doing these schools at Deschambault. You're you're fully fluent, right, in French? Yeah, 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 yeah. So That's I'm like cool. fully bilingual. So I, some kids are English, some are French. I can do either or. Um, so it kind of works out pretty good for me that way. And uh, yeah, it's just something I honestly I enjoy doing. And Deschambault and I came up with this program like over the winter, and I live not too far from there, so I'm able to kind of help some of the kids in the area and try and give back to the sport a little bit as much as I can. And, um, yeah, it's something I honestly enjoy. Like I, I like going to teach, so it's, um, it's enjoyable. It gets my mind off of the racing because you can start overthinking stuff a lot. <laughs> yeah. Hey, before I forget what, uh, what numbers on your bike this week? I'll be five thirty nine. I actually just got graphics figured out. About there we two go. Hours. So, um, yeah, we'll be five thirty nine this weekend. So there won't be like one, <laughs> with a zero with a slash nine kind of in there right. however that out last weekend <laughs> um no they yeah i'll be 539 this weekend so everybody can look at the tv and then see the bike and kind of go put you know one and one together it'll make a little more sense hey are you riding this week then what are you what are you actually doing riding wise yeah yeah i'll be riding this week i'm gonna ride wednesday and then i have press friday so um probably ride wednesday and friday and um should be okay obviously it's a long week like it's 13 hour drive from last weekend to home so i didn't get home till last night all right um you know sunday night and then unpack the trailer and everything and then um yeah probably i might try and ride tomorrow too tuesday wednesday friday i mean at this point in the year it's just kind of maintaining and right. you know it's more mental than anything you want to get on the bike just to mentally feel like you're ready to go yeah yeah so i'll do that it should be good actually gotta go gotta go prep my bike to go riding so that'll be it's good Okay, and you'll be riding at Deschambault, or are you going to ride this week? 
Uh, yeah, I'll probably ride at Deschambeau. Just um, obviously, I'm going to be there, so it's easier for me just to throw my bike in the back and go ride. And right. then, um, but I, like, there's a bunch of tracks around me, but that's probably my easiest plan this week. And it's been raining a lot here, so it's kind of like you just pick wherever it didn't rain. Oh, I don't know okay. if it's the same in Ontario, but it's been like super rainy here. So trying to find tracks that are open and stuff sometimes ain't easy. And I think the the weather looks good up there this week. So okay, perfect. Yeah. All right, sure. buddy. Well, I really appreciate you taking us through all that. Um, yeah, I guess I'll see you down there on Friday because I'll be there for the Combine Day and the press day, of course. Yeah, I almost forgot about the Combine, too, so that'd be kind of cool to go watch if Ryder is racing. So give me some, give me something to do on Friday. Yeah, and I'm not sure if Messi Angelo is going, too. He did... Uh, oh, yeah, he did the one at Redbutt. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. He, yeah, so hopefully I'll try to get a little more for everybody listening to this, have a little bit more of a... A detailed list of which Canadians are going to all this kind of stuff. So, but uh, yeah, man, I mean, obviously you are, so I'll see you there for sure. And um, yeah, thanks for going through that with the old fine tooth comb for us. Yeah, no worries. I know it's tough, like especially the U.S. ones, because obviously it's not a ton of media there. So it's actually nice to, for everybody to get the whole story. So if anybody wants the story, there it is. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome, buddy. Um, yeah, well, I appreciate it. Well, I guess uh, like we end all these things, I guess you better, uh, you want to thank some people who uh, made this all worth, with, uh, all possible, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to start, obviously, with my mechanic, Braden, for um, honestly kind of he doesn't need to do these races, and, you know, he doesn't because I want to do them. So um, thanks to him for, um, you know, hanging in there. And he's just, and he's just <laughs> a good dude. Even after a long season. So, he's just a good dude, uh, too. But thanks to him and just the whole team for honestly letting me do this. And, you know, it just takes that money and parts for everybody involved, uh, myself. And, um, you know, I think it's, I think it's cool that the team lets me even do these races on their equipment. Um, so yeah, Honda Canada, GDR, Fox racing, Fox actually like gets me pretty dialed in when I go to these, um, Kenny day, um, helps me out and Oakley and everybody for the more, um, more races we do. So obviously thanks to all those guys and, um, everybody supporting the team. Uh, we had a great year and we're going to, I mean, I'm still racing, so we got to just keep the, keep the train going and, um, yeah, ride this, ride this thing until nations. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the, what's to come up next and the off season and everything. I'm trying to plan a few more races here and there. So it should be, uh, should be good. Everybody should stay tuned and just everybody Dunlop is actually sick this weekend hooked me up some spec tires so that's cool we like spec tires around here <laughs> nice <laughs> uh yeah oh, it's just everybody it's uh it's a cool ride and uh, just gonna enjoy it all right man well again thanks for taking us through it all uh try to get some rest between uh, now and then too huh yeah yeah i mean yeah i'll i'll, I'll get some sleep it's all good <laughs> <laughs> this is this is why we do it it's fun and keeps us busy so all right, buddy. Well, uh, enjoy the scenic drive from here to uh, Indianapolis. As well. Yeah, scenic. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> but, right. uh, thank you. And uh, safe travels to you as well. I know you probably be driving up there. So safe travels and uh, see you on Friday, I guess. Yeah, for sure you will. All right. Thanks, buddy. Talk to you All soon. All right. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye.